Hello everyone. How you doing? I hope y'all are enjoying your day. Oh man. Thank you for listening to another episode of Open Stride Podcast. I'm so glad to have you all here. <laughs> As you can see, I'm a little bit down. <laughs> and I'll break that down for y'all. Now I'm just joking, y'all, man. Welcome to another episode of Open Tribe Podcast. And the reason I'm acting like I'm fake sad is because this is the last episode of my NFL preview on Open Tribe Podcast, man. And this is going to be the AFC South. This is going to be the last division, man. I saved the worst for last. Usually I say you say the best for last. I literally saved the worst for last. The AFC South, man. The home of my Houston Texans. Woo, if you've been listening to me throughout this whole process, you know throughout this whole process I've been talking about the Houston Texans this Houston Texans day. Well, we now finally made it to the conference that my Houston Texans resigned, and it's not just them. Um, I really don't care for any team in the AFC South, just my comp- competitive nature. So we got the Indianapolis Colts, we got the Tennessee Titans, and we got the Jacksonville Jaguars, all within our, our lovely division. So I'm going to jump right into it, man, and um, just let y'all know, every episode up to this point, on my NFL preview, I have had a guest on, at least one guest, on every single episode. But for this one, I'm rocking this sucker solo dolo. I'm not about to bring nobody on here so y'all can bash my Texans. Who y'all think y'all are? Y'all, y'all thought y'all had. I know a couple of people that hit me up like, yeah, yeah, man, when you doing the AFC South episode? When you doing the AFC South episode? You talked about my team. I'm ready to get on the Texans. Yada, yada. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I punked out. Call it what you want. But this is going to be solo dolo. And it's the last episode, man. I've been doing one with everybody up to this point. And I just want to rock it out one last time by myself on one division. And I chose the AFC South to be that division I rock out by myself. It was either the, either the AFC South or the NFC North, um, the one I could do by myself, uh, because I had a lot to say with the Aaron Rodgers thing. But I ended up doing the uh, NFC North one with Zay. And it was a beautiful episode. If you haven't taken um listened to that one yet, you should definitely take a minute to go listen to that one, the AFC uh, NFC North. Um, I believe the title is Justin Fields will be the greatest quarterback in Brand um Bears history. Come on, come on! That that title makes you want to go listen. That title makes you want to go listen. So let me jump into the AFC South, man. Uh, of course, like I always say, I start from the bottom and go to the top. And the bottom of the AFC South is no other than my Houston Texans. Um, I have them. Last season they went four and twelve. This season upcoming, I got them going three and fourteen, even worse. Um, the only difference is we actually have our first round draft pick. Uh, I seen a report out uh, last week or sometime talking about the um, Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins want to trade for Deshaun Watson. Miami Dolphins. This is what I got to tell y'all. I don't want to do no business with y'all. I'm saying me because I am the sole owner of the Houston Texans in spirit, and I'm telling y'all stop calling because we're not doing business with y'all. Because y'all fleeced us with that Laramie Tunsil deal, and now we lost all our picks, and we suck, and we ain't had no draft pick in the last in the last uh draft top five pick. We couldn't even use it. Y'all fleeced us, and we didn't have no second round pick. So now y'all trying to come back and fleece us again? Unless y'all about to give us all y'all picks for the next fifteen years, we not trading the shine of y'all. That's how I feel about the Miami Dolphins. TJ, I know that's your team. Forget your team. So, yeah, man, we're going to talk about the Houston Texans and why I got them. I got them going 3-14, and 14, man. Not pretty much good, but like I said, the only good thing is that we actually have uh, our first-round pick. So, that's the only good thing. So, let me just break break it down um, 
why I think why I think they're gonna be where they are. One talent, man. Pro Football Focus has us ranked at the thirty second ranked roster in the NFL. For all my intelligent people out there, how many teams are in the NFL? Just think about it. I'm not even gonna say. I want you to tell me how many teams are in the NFL. Now, once you get that number in your head, they have us ranked thirty second. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I'm not gonna say how many. I'm gonna ask you how many teams are in the NFL. I'm gonna give you a hint. It's sixteen teams in each division: AFC, uh, AFC, and NFC. And they have us ranked thirty second out of all the teams in the NFL. But I digress. Um, second point, Deshaun Watson situation, man. Uh, we don't know currently what's going on with Deshaun. Currently, we do not know what's going on with Deshaun. And even with Deshaun last year, he put up um pretty good numbers. He uh, led the lead in passing. So he put up good numbers last season. So with Deshaun, our roster is just not good, man. Overall, Watson is just not good. So going into this season, to potentially not have Deshaun for the whole season, on top of having a bad roster, it's 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 what is what people would call a recipe for disaster. That's that's what it would call it. We we call that a recipe for disaster. So just to give people a little intake, man, Deshaun played 16 of 16 games last year, um, had a comp- completion ration of 70% due for 4,823 4, yards, average nine yards of a pass with 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions. That boy is amazing. Literally. That young man, I don't want to call him boy, but that young man is amazing. He's an amazing talent. He's a, uh, for us, I know he's an amazing person. Um, I mean, the amazing person is kind of up in, up in the air right now. I mean, when you got 27 um, lawsuits and get you about sexual assault, ah. I, I, you know, I'm not gonna get into that. I mean, I'm gonna get into it, but I'm not gonna get into it right now. So yeah, man. Uh, on top of our, uh, Deshaun did his best to carry our offense, so we don't really have any great wide receivers. I mean, we had Will Fuller last year. We had Brandon Cook. Still got Brandon Cook. So we're gonna see what we can do going into this season. But man, it's uh, it's slim picking for my Texans, man. I'm gonna say that it's slim picking for my Texans, man. And um, we definitely gonna see how we go. But let me talk about some more things. We took uh. We took David Mills in the third round um, for our draft pick. So we're going to see how he does as our quarter our quarterback in the future. But right now, our starting quarterback is uh, Tyron Taylor. Tyron, I heard you dated uh, Jared. Uh, I, I, I think it's Jared. I think it's Jared. I heard you date Jared. Hey, I'm not one to get on here and talk about no gossip news. But, hey, salute. Salute. That's all I'm going to say, my boy. Salute, salute, salute. So, yeah, man. Um. Uh, roster's not that good. We bought in Mark Ingram. Um, we still got David Johnson, who we traded Hopkins for. Oh my God, we traded DeAndre Hopkins for David um, Johnson for some and some other BS picks. And um, wide receiver core not that deep. We got um Brandon Cook is coming back. Brandon Cook is a really underrated receiver. He does do pretty good throughout his career. He has done pretty good throughout his career. He just deals with concussions a lot and injuries a lot that kind of hold him back. But we still got him. Um. That's really mainly we got um Anthony Miller. I mean Chris Cool. I mean I, I can name the whole receiving core. I just know it because I keep up with it. On um, tight end we got Jordan Atkins. Uh, none really deep. 
offensive line, um, Larry Tunsil. We traded all that stuff. The crazy thing about trading for Larry Tunsil was this, y'all. We traded all that stuff for Larry Tunsil and did not sign him to a deal before we got him. We didn't, we didn't agree to a deal before we got him. So what that means? So we traded all that stuff for him, got him. He, we were at his mercy because we had to give him what he wanted because we we had no choice but to pay him. So he had us at his mercy. So that's why he ended up being the highest paid uh, lineman in the NFL. Whatever. So now we got Larry Tunso, um, offensive line. I did, um, Terrence Howard. We got him drafted him last year. I mean, it, it's decent. Uh, defense. Um, we still got some people that been around. Um, um, what's his name? Line. Uh, edge edge rusher Whitney. Uh, uh, reliable Zach Cunningham and um, middle linebacker. So we we got some people out there, but uh, I'm saying that I'm gonna let y'all know our defense was ranked dead last in the NFL last year. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> it's a freaking joke. That's what it is. So defense was ranked dead last. Off uh, overall roster is ranked 32. 32nd in the whole NFL. And again, I'm going to ask you, how many teams are in the NFL? I'm asking y'all that. I'm not even going to say how many. I gave you a hint already. Tell me how many teams are in the NFL. And when you find that out, know that we are ranked 32nd out of all those teams. So, yeah, I'm going to give you that. Uh, we got a new head coach, David Cutley. Uh, he's a, he's an older man, first-time head coach. Uh, he's been around the block for a minute. He paid his dues, man. And now he's stepping in as the uh, Texans' new head coach. We finally got with Lil. We man, I'm trying to tell y'all, Bill O'Brien was sabotaging us from the inside, inside out. I'm telling you, he was paid. He was a paid hitman. You can't tell me he was hired by the Colts. He was hired by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Or he was probably hired by Jerry Jones because Jerry Jones don't want another team in Texas as good as the Cowboys. So Jerry Jones probably hired um Bill um Bill O'Brien to come there and sabotage us for the last decade. That's why I'm putting the blame. Jerry Jones, I'm looking at you. And this is all alleged, y'all. This is not true. I don't know if it's true or not, but this is all allegedly. But I'm saying Jerry Jones, you may be the culprit behind us hiring Bill Bill O'Brien and having him be on our uh, as our head coach for so long, de facto GM for so long and making business decisions for us that sabotage us for the next hundred years. You did that. So I'm gonna blame you. But yeah, we finally got rid of Bill O'Brien, man. Who was sabotaging us from the inside out? Who was a high hit man, I believe. Um, and we've all in David Cully, man. David Cully been around the black man. David Cully is an older man, man. David Cully is 65 years old. Shout out to you, David Cully, for getting one of your one of the probably a job you wanted your whole life. Uh, NFL head coach at 65 years old. They let everybody out there know, man, they never stop chasing your dreams. I'm gonna throw a little inspiration here while we doing this podcast. Never stop chasing your dreams, man. Always follow your dream. You never know when it's gonna be your moment to stand up on top and reach your goals. So David Cully. He's a living testimony, a walking testimony of somebody that stayed true to his, his what he wanted to do, and now he's an NFL head coach at age sixty-five. He might be, he may not be the head coach of our future. He may do. So who knows? Um, coaches do coach deep into that. They, uh, hey, we got some coaches out there that's seventy years old, but we're gonna see. I'm cheering for you, man, especially as a black man. Shout out to you. But yeah, he started coaching in nineteen seventy-eight as a running back coach. So he definitely been around for a while. But now he made his way. He was coaching at Baltimore last year as the assistant head coach, wide receiver coach, and um, passing game coordinator. And now he's over here with us as our head coach. So we're going to see where it goes from here. Um, um, as far as I know, the Baltimore Ravens didn't have that good of a passing game, but I digress. Um, going on to the next part. Uh, I mean, it's really no next part. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it, y'all. We suck. <laughs> 
we suck, man. We literally suck. But it's all good. Better days on the horizon. Me personally, um, I would trade Deshaun. I don't want to trade Deshaun. Deshaun, hear me and hear me well if you're listening. I don't want you to go. I respect you as a player, as a person. I want you on our team. You are talented, and I believe you can lead our team to prosperity again. But I am pro player. I say it all the time. So if you want out Deshaun, leave. Give him what he wants and let him go. I'm pro player all the time. Maybe one day when I'm the Houston Rockets GM, I may not be so pro player. But right now, I'm been pro player and I've been a pro player advocate for the last thousand years, and I'm gonna continue to be that. So Deshaun, if you want out, man, let the man go. I was I was an advocate when James Harden went out. I didn't want James Harden to go, but give the man what he want, and I'm the same thing for Deshaun, man. Give him what he want. He feel like he has the grass is green on the other side, and this relationship with us can't be cultivated. Then let him go, man. Get get as much as we can for him. I wouldn't mind trading him over there to um Philadelphia. I, I wouldn't mind that. They got a lot of they got like two or three first round draft picks, depending on how long, how many games Carson Wentz play. Um, we might we could bring back Jalen Hurst and see how he does. Um, so we, I, I wouldn't mind that. And I'm gonna be honest, the the Miami Dolphins actually have a pretty good package to offer us. I just don't fool with y'all. And that's on. Everything. I just don't fool with y'all, man. I just don't fool with y'all, Miami Dolphins. But it's whatever. So yeah, man, we're gonna move into the next team. Houston Texans. I'm with y'all. I'm, I'm gonna be at the couple games. I'm pretty sure your tickets gonna be like fifteen dollars. Buy one, get eight free. <laughs> tickets ain't selling to nobody. Though. I'm gonna be at the game and we're gonna see how y'all do, man. Um but Tyron Taylor, I hope you do good, man. David Mills, um hope you may be the quarterback of our future. If not, we're going to tank, and we're going to get a quarterback in this upcoming draft. And um, from all I heard, shout out to my man Lawrence. Hey, man, watch out for Lawrence, man, with his – he. I told his boy he better come out with a mock draft for the NFL and the NBA next season because this boy is knowledgeable when it comes to college sports. And if he don't, he owe, he, uh, he owe me a one or something. He owe me something. We're going to find – we got to figure something out because this boy is knowledgeable when it comes to the game, and he needs to drop – uh, NFL drop NFL mock draft on um college football and basketball because they both know what he's talking about. But from talking to people that I know, um, uh, as far as this upcoming draft, the quarterback class is not supposed to be that deep. We're gonna find out when we get to that moment, but it's not supposed to be that deep. Um, quarterbacks that I heard that's coming out this year is gonna be uh Malik Willis from Liberty. I heard he's supposed to be pretty good. Uh, Spencer. For everybody knows Spencer from Oklahoma, Radley, everybody know him. Yeah, 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 yeah. You probably, if you don't know him, watch college basketball this season, and um, and that Oklahoma offense probably gonna have him in the Heisman conversation, just like they did with um Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, and Kyler Murray. So yeah, you will hear about him soon. So yeah, man, it's supposed to not be that deep, but we definitely gonna see um if we can find somebody to be the quarterback of our future, man, because we need it. And uh, also the quarterback from um, North Carolina, Sam Howard. I heard he was supposed to be pretty good. Or Howling, I think. I had to look it up. I'm not really too knowledgeable on this upcoming draft so far. I'm just going based off people around me that I trust. Um, yeah, man, but we're going to see. Um, my, my opinion on it, if, if no quarterback in this class is a top-tier quarterback, and I'm talking about top-tier if this one, if this one of these draft classes was gonna be like when Jameis Winston came out and they had really no other good quarterbacks, I say just take the best talent available and move on from there. Take the guy, uh, take the guy, the cornerback from LSU. Her, he supposed to be uh, the next Jalen Ramsey. 
mm, we'll see. Um, take somebody like that, uh, or we can just dive into it. Or take another offensive lineman, you know what I'm saying? Take uh, Evan Neal from Alabama. He may be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Anybody, I'm saying if there's no guarantee that we don't have a top bona fide pick that's, okay, he a Cayman's prospect. He a Trevor Lawrence. He a Andrew Luck. You know what I'm saying? Somebody like that. He a Deshaun Watson. Somebody we already got. I'm moving on, man. <sighs> Texans, get it together. Get it together. Get it together. So the next thing I'm going to talk about, man, the next thing I'm going to talk about is the Jacksonville Jaguars. I got them finishing right after us as far as record-wise, man. Um, they finishing third in the division. I got them finishing right after us, man, record-wise, man. I got them finishing third in the division, man. And their record is no better than ours, man. I got them going 4-13. and 13. Trevor Lawrence, sunshine, it's going to be a long year, baby. You might as well buckle up. And um, get ready for this ride because it's about to be a long year for you, my boy. Because y'all are not talented at all. I'm I'm watching y'all preseason games, Trevor. And you're running for your life, my boy. I'm going to be honest. You're running for your life. And it's not your fault. Urban Meyer, I don't trust him as a head coach. I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. He did good in college. He did amazing in college. He's one of the best head co- college head coaches of all time. But some of the decisions he made since he became the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I just don't trust. First thing, he was hiring the strength and conditioning guy. He hired him talking about, I'm hiring my man, and I'm not going to let anybody put me off my post. Then he got all that backlash of what happened. The dude got fired, or he decided to step away. Boom. Then he brought in Tim Tebow, another thing that caused a big uproar. And what happened after that? <laughs> Tim Tebow got cut. It's like. I don't know, man. They just traded Gordon Minshew after they decided to make um, Tim, uh, not Tim Tebow, the Trevor Lawrence the starter. Um, Urban, I'm, we're gonna see how you do, bro. I, I'm, I just don't. The decisions and stuff you have been making so far have not been uh, smart decisions to me. We're gonna see how you do, though, man. Because the roster's not 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 that good. Um, we can talk about it. They got they ranked twenty eighth. They're not that high on their total pole either as far as rosters-wise, so they're not good. Um, but I got them improving three games. They only, they, they went 1-15 and 15 last year, so they only won one game last year. So I got them improving by three games and going 4-13 and 13 and finishing third in the division, man. They got Trevor Lawrence. He's he's obviously going to be a rookie of the year can, candidate, uh, seeing that most offensive awards are geared towards quarterbacks. Y'all need to change that NFL because it's not fair to all these other talented players that do good. If you want to just make the best quarterback of the year award do that if you want to make a best rookie quarterback of the year award do that do that call it the Peyton Manning award or something like that call it the Peyton Manning award who is the best quarterback of the year award and do that and make MVP separate and a quarterback can win both that's just even better but to have quarterbacks constantly win MVP constantly win rookie of the year constantly win those every year knowing the award is geared towards them it's not fair to other players that come out there and put in work that year AB had when he was with um I believe his last year in Pittsburgh, that was an MVP worthy year. Even Bill Belichick said, he said, that's the best player in the NFL. Years like that, man. Derrick Henry, the year he had. Like, some, sometimes players do break through, kind of like Adrian Peterson, he broke through and won MVP. But I'm just saying, like, the awards are geared towards quarterback, and y'all know it. But So make them a separate award. How about that? But that's that's another thing I could talk about another day. Um, But to talk about the Jaguars, man, I don't really have much to say about them. They suck. Um. Just like we suck. Uh, Travis uh, NTN, they brought him in at a late round, first round draft pick, but the young man suffered an injury, so it sucks for him. Um, they had a lot of 
they had, well, I ain't gonna say they had a lot. They just had more than usual. They had four, four they had four picks within the first two rounds. Um, of course, T T Law Sunshine. I wonder if he liked being called Sunshine. I don't know, but um, Trevor Trevor Lawrence uh, is the of course the highlight of all that, and it just sucks to be the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I would I would hate that. I would hate that dog. I would hate that. And the way the NFL worked, dog, if you a franchise quarterback, if you that guy, once you get drafted by an organization, it's slim picking for you to get out of that organization. So good luck. Good luck, T Law. Um, I'm not even gonna hold y'all much longer. I know I went on a whole what 10 minutes, 13 minutes and ran about my Texans, then I what I gave the Jaguars two minutes. <laughs> well, T Law is gonna be good. He's gonna win MVP, uh rookie of the year. And Urban Meyer, I'm suspect by him. Let's move on. Heck, I didn't give them no time. But it's whatever, dog. Jaguar fans, if y'all feel the type of way, let me know. Like, if y'all want to come around here and debate me about uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm all for it. Um, I just don't feel like y'all have an interesting storyline as far as our team. Trevor Lawrence is going to be our guy. Um, y'all had uh, Tim Tebow. That was a nice storyline, but he got cut. And um, I'm not, I don't show if I trust Urban Meyer as uh, uh, a NFL head coach right now. Moving forward, we'll see. We'll see in two, three years if he's still there and he's, he's starting to win. We'll see. But right now, I'm not a big fan of him. Up, oh, So, on to the next. Um, AFC South, the team I have finishing third in this division is going to be the Indianapolis Colts. And I actually have them going 10 and 7. And if you've been paying attention to all my episodes prior to this in the AFC South, I'm going to run back through it one more time. I have the Chiefs making the playoffs as the best record overall. I have the Browns make the playoffs as the second best record overall. And I have the Bills and I have the Dolphins and the Pats making the playoffs. So with that being said, that means it only leaves one spot open in the playoffs if you've been paying attention. Um, and I'm leaving that spot. Obviously, since I just said I got the Colts second Tennessee second, I'm leaving that spot to the Tennessee Titans. I got the Tennessee Titans making the playoffs. But I don't have the coach, but I do have them finish with a 10 and 7 record. So let me break down the Tennessee, um, Indianapolis coach. I'm sorry. So we can talk about them. All right. So overall, their roster is pretty good. Um, it's it's average. It's average. So I'm gonna say it's average, it's not pretty good. So um Pro Football Focus have them finishing with the 14 best roster in the NFL. So they got a new they got a new not a head coach, they got a new quarterback, Carson Wentz, man. He was um I never let me tell y'all this. I never seen a quarterback talked about about being in the conversation to win MVP than than Carson Wentz. It's like everybody referenced that year that he was he was in the conversation to win MVP. He would have won MVP if he didn't go down. He was like they talk about that year like he actually won the award. News flash, people, he did not win MVP that year. He maybe would have if he would never got hurt when he went for that goal line rush and he got his uh, ACL uh, messed up and he stayed in the game to finish the play, um, which was crazy. Uh, maybe he would have won MVP. Maybe. But, God, let that year go. The boy didn't win it. The young man did not win the MVP. Let it go. Like, they referenced that year like he won it. Like, I can understand when people reference Cam year winning MVP because he went 16-0, and 0, I mean 15-1, and, and he – um. And he won MVP, and he's led the team to, in the, to the Super Bowl. I can only be saying people referencing that year. You know what I'm saying? Because that was an amazing year and what he did the whole thought season. But he actually won MVP and led his team to the Super Bowl and could have won the Super Bowl. But y'all talk about Carson Wentz, year that he could have won MVP like he actually won it. And y'all give him more praise and second chances than y'all give Cam. 
y'all ready to, ride, to sell Cam off like he just a has man? But Josh Steady giving Carson was, oh, he can do it, he can do it. He just need this, he need this, he need this, he need it. Like God dang, how many excuses are y'all gonna make for this young man? Seriously, dang, give all this the same excuse y'all give Carson Wentz, give him the Cam Newton. How about that? That's this that's gonna be the news. That's gonna be the new starting point. Every time you about to say, well, well Carson Wentz could use more help. Well, Cam could use more help too. In the right system, Carson Williams could be a better quarterback. Well, Cam could be the better quarterback too in a better system. How about that? God dang. And I, I'm not, I'm not a you know what I'm saying I don't hate on Carson Wins. I'm not gonna say I'm a fan of him, but I cheer for him like any other player that I'm not a fan of, but I still want you to do good. But god dang, y'all be giving that boy a lot of chances. But we go, I digress. Um we're going to see how he does back in the system with his, his former offensive coordinator, that was his OC when he played at the uh, Eagles, when he had that MVP year that everybody swore he wanted but could have won it but didn't win it but almost won it but would have won it but should have won it year. So uh, we're going to see how he does now that he's back in um, with, with the offensive coordinator. The only, only thing is he just he – just, he's coming off of surgery already. Um, not a good thing. So uh, – the re- the thing that to see to see him coming off that surgery is kind of makes me nervous. You know, it's like ah, dang, that suck. But they say he must be back week week one. Um, surprising me, cause I thought he was gonna be gone for at least two two months, at least a month of the season. I thought he was gonna miss at least about four games, four to five games. But they say he was, he's scheduled to be back week one. His his number one and the best um guard in the NFL. Quentin Nelson also went down with an injury, but they said he supposed to be back week one. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky, man. It's gonna be tricky. So we're gonna see how they do coming off their injury, man, and seeing how they can um do. And also another player is T. Y. Hilton. He's dealing with an injury, so it's like they're dealing with injuries all over the place. It's like it's weird. Like everywhere Carson Wentz go, he just, the teams just deal with injuries, like. What the heck is going on? Like when he was in Philly, they was dealing with injuries. Now he's over here and they dealing with injuries there. Like, what's going on? I I don't know. But right now, um, Jacob Eason is the backup quarterback. He's probably going to start. I thought the boy from Texas, Sam UT, was going to get the start, but he he he's out right now too. So I guess he's not going to get that start. But um, so one thing I do like about them is their running back core. Um. With Jonathan Taylor and uh, Marlon Mack, I believe both of those two two young men are some ballers. I believe Jonathan Taylor can really take that next step and be a uh, lead quarter, not quarterback, but running back this upcoming season. Man, he he had a damn good season. Um, just to break it down for everybody that's listening, he went for one thousand one hundred and sixty nine yards, um, eleven and eleven touchdowns as a rookie. And that go back to my point that I said by J.K. Doblin on my last episode as far as like when a quarterback, when a running back, I keep saying quarterback, when a running back doesn't just pop up their first year or two years, I kind of, I kind of like, ah, because running back transition the best into the NFL. So when a running back doesn't have that pop year, when they get that, when they get all those carries, it kind of makes me like he may not be that guy. But it, it's a lot of very variables that go into that. So I will agree. So like offensive line, offensive play card. You know what I'm saying? The quarterback that you have. It's, it's a lot of areas, but it just seems to me anytime you have a running back that can transition into the NFL well, they can they tend to do that instantly, just like uh Jonathan Taylor. And I feel like he can make that jump. But when I say elite, um he can make that he can make that leap into the top ten, seven to ten. Come I mean, if you think about it, who who are the top running backs right now? Uh 
Derrick Henry. I think Shaquan the best. Saquon Barkley. I have a Kamara. Kristen McCaffrey. You know what I'm saying? It, he can get up there. Uh, um, Nick Chubb. You know what I'm saying? He can get up to, to that, that six to six to eight range. He can get up there. Um, but we're gonna see Alvin Kamara. I don't want, I don't want my um gumbo people mad at me. <laughs> Alvin Kamara, he that man, he that man. So I want my gumbo people in my in my DMs talking about you ain't mentioned. Uh, yeah, I got you, I got you, I got you, gumbo crowd, chill out. So yeah, man, the receiving core is not that deep in my opinion, especially with T. Y. Hilton going down. But uh, Michael Pittman, he's supposed to be stepping up and be one of those guys to be the, the one of the better receivers for them this upcoming year. So. Um, we definitely gonna see what he does. Um, talented young man. Didn't have the best of season last year. On, on I think he went for less than five hundred yards. And only had one touchdown. But they saying he's looking good in camp. But he's supposed to be that guy to step up and be the, um, one of those go to targets for them. Um, so we'll definitely see, man. Um, in my opinion, that defense is their bread and butter. The offensive line is a one. I mean, the offensive line got ranked second by Pro Football Focus last year. So the offensive line is a one. We're going to see what that defense can do, though. Not saying that – I know I just say the defense is their bread and butter, but we I, I say that because they need their defense to lead the way because um, my man Darius Leonard, man, baller. When I say baller, man, he is a baller. Hopefully he can stay healthy all season and show that talent on the field. But, yeah, man, straight baller, man. Um, they got the Forrest Buckman, um, Buckner, man. They brought him in. Uh, Julian Blackman, Xavier Rowe. Uh, they got they got talent, man. Um, it's gonna be tricky to see what they can do uh, throughout the season, but I definitely looking forward to see what the coach can do throughout the season because, uh, of course, I'm not I'm not a big fan of them. I don't care for any team in the AFC South outside of Texans, but I definitely want to see how they can do. Now that they got Carson Wentz coming off his um, MVP season, I mean he's almost MVP season. All three that happened three years ago, so whatever. But um, question is to y'all though: Will do y'all think Carson Wentz can ever return to that MVP form? Mm, I ain't got no guess today, so I can't put nobody in the house a hot take. But I'm gonna ask y'all that: Do y'all think he ever can return to that MVP season that he had? Can he be that guy again? Uh, we definitely gonna see moving forward, man. Uh, but moving on to the last and final team in the AFC South, man. Yeah, I'm moving. I'm moving through this episode pretty briefly because it's just me. But you know, we rocking it out, man. We've been on here for uh, at least over thirty minutes, and we having a good time. Y'all having a good time? heard everybody that said yeah so i appreciate it i appreciate it so yeah we we moving right along man it's going to be the last team um the only team i haven't said i mentioned it briefly that it's going to be the tennessee titans man of course i have them making the um making the playoffs uh i got them going 11 and 6 kind of on the same pace they did last year um pro football focus have their roster ranked 13th in the nfl so um that's that's above average offense. I mean, a roster. That's above average roster. Um, uh, we're gonna see what they can do. Questions that we can talk about though are well. Let's talk about this. So their quarterback is uh, Ryan Tannehill. 
he had a resurgence in his career. He was down there in Miami being being maligned and threw through the dirt and not living up to his potential because he was being coached by Alan Gates and uh, he got free from Alan Gates' clutches and now he's been living a prosperous life, a very loving life since he got over there to Tennessee, man, down there in that that south, man. I I like Tennessee. I'm going to have to visit. I've never been to the Tennessee football stadium. But I've been to Memphis and I seen the Memphis form. So I'm about to get to Tennessee and watch me a game. I got I got a, a friend that I used to uh, that used to be my manager, uh general manager at regional manager actually at my a bank I used to work on. He was a big ten he's from Tennessee, he was a big Tennessee fan. Shout out to Matt. His name is Matt as well. So um but yeah, man, we're gonna see how they do this season with uh Ryan Tannehill. Cause I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even lie to y'all. When he had that first year with them, I thought it was a fluke year. I didn't really think he was that guy. He came back the next season and did it again. Um, but a lot of people can say that the reason that offense is flowing and the reason he's looking so good is because the guy that's running the ball behind him, and that's Derrick Henry. Me and Zay had a big debate on our episode about Derrick Henry being the best running back in the NFL on my NFC East episode. So if you want to check that out, go check that out, y'all. Um, but on my NFC East episode, we had a big debate about Derrick Henry being that guy, and he was saying that he believed Derrick Henry is the best running back in the NFL. What y'all think? Y'all let me know. Y'all think Derrick Henry the best running back in the NFL? Me personally, like I said, him preference, I would take Shaquan. But if you just going straight off numbers, you can't argue that it's hard to argue. I'm not gonna say you can't argue, but it's hard to argue that Derrick Henry not the best running back in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to argue that. The man went for 2,000 yards, 17 touchdowns. He's not a big he, – he's a straight bail back. He's a big man, 6'3", uh, 247 pounds. That's that's not a man you would want to get in a, in a bar fight with. He might knock your face loose. So, yeah, man, he's a big guy, and he will run you over. Ask Josh Norman. He ran that man slap over. He picked him up like a baby. And tossed him. So uh that's that's one thing, man. Um he's a he's a dog. But this I'm asking y'all, who who y'all think is the best running back? Y'all think it's Derrick Henry? Y'all think it's Saquon? Y'all think it's Chris, y'all might think it's somebody, I think it's Christian McCaffrey. My gumbo people, I know y'all think it's Alvin Kamara, but who who do y'all think it is? So I don't know. I know Zay was stern that it was Derrick Henry, and I I can't argue with that. Preference though, I would rather have Saquon as my running back if he can stay healthy. But that's a big if. Because he hasn't in these last two years. So Derrick Henry has, and he's been balling in these last two years. So yeah, man. Um, but one thing I can say is they have one of the best trios in the NFL. And when I'm talking about the trios, I'm talking about Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, and the big trade they made this offseason, bringing in Julio Jones. Julio finally got out of Atlanta, man. He finally got away from 28 and 3. I mean, he may not ever be able to live down to 283 jokes because I, if I see him, I'm giving him a 283 jokes. Shout out to you, Leo, but you could catch some 283 jokes. Um, but yeah, man, they got they that be that may be one of the best trios in the NFL. If you can think of any better ones, better ones, let me know. Uh, let me know what you think. You know what I'm saying? This is this is an open discussion considering I'm on here by myself. So I'm, I'm engaging with the listeners right now. I want I want to know what y'all think. Hit me up, Matt Craig. Matt Craig all day is my Instagram. Matt Craig all day is my Twitter, man. If you want to po- comment on the podcast episode, let me know. Let me know what you think. Because I asked y'all a couple questions so far, so I want to see if you're keeping up. Um, but, yeah, man, 
one that's one of the best trios in the NFL. AJ Brown. Um, I know I talked about Terry McCroin when he he plays for the Tennessee team, and we were talking about how good he is. And I feel like Terry is good, but he's not like he's not that guy. And that was my stance on him when I did the episode on the NFC. He's good, but he's not no top ten receiver. He may not even be a top fifteen receiver. He may be from that fifteen to twenty twenty Wayne. But AJ Brown is is pretty good, man. He when he had seventy receptions for one thousand and seventy five yards and eleven touchdowns. Um, now he's about to be, and that's that's kind of being like their only big option as far as wide receiver. Now he's about to team up with Julio, who's a who's who's Julio. You know what I'm saying? Some people think he's the best receiver in the NFL. Me personally, I don't think that. I don't think he's the best receiver in the NFL, and I believe that my uh, Atlanta Atlanta. Uh, Falcons got off him because they, they feel like he on the downslide more than the upside, which he is, but they feel like the the, the fall off is coming soon. That's why I feel like they was they wasn't hesitant to get off of him when he was said when he went on um undisputing and said, Yeah, I'm gone. I'm gone. Shannon Sharp called that man and probably didn't even let that man know he was on the phone. He said, Yeah, 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 you 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 leave in Atlanta. He's man, I'm gone. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna play that clip so y'all can hear that. Um when when Shannon Sharp called Julio, he said I was gone just for um reference. We call? Okay, we are right, calling. We're calling. Hmm. You watching, Julio? I really hope he answers here. Julio, have the guts to pick up the phone. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. All right. Julio. Hold on, hold on. Let me put you on the <laughs> Can you hear me? I got you. This is your favorite uncle. What's going on, bro? Man, nothing much. I'm about to go meet up with my brother. What's happening with you? Man, look, you want to go to the Cowboys, Julio, or you want to stay in Atlanta? <laughs> oh man, nah, I'm out of there, man. You He's out? out. Of He's out of there. Told you. Are you going to? Ideally, where would you like to go? Um, uh, right now I'm just. See, I want to win. Okay. Yeah. We don't go to Dallas. If you go, to, you ain't winning in Dallas, Julio. Nah, you already, man. Listen, come on, man. You already know. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you remind him no, we're on television. Ask right? me why we wore the Dallas. Listen, listen. You know how people is, man, with all that going right. on with the, the picture. Yeah. yeah. And all that stuff like that. Okay. Man, I ain't never been on that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's good enough. Yeah. Julio, I'll talk to you later. Thanks for calling me back. We on air, but I appreciate you calling me, dog. You know I know my nephew was going to pick up. Oh, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. I ain't, I ain't going I ain't going to Dallas, man. I never thought about going to Dallas. Okay, I appreciate that, bro. Enjoy the rest of your day. Now he might not yeah. have any choice. <laughs> I told you about that. So, yeah, man, they got Julio now. They got A.J. Brown. They got Derrick Henry. They got Ryan Tannehill. Um, I feel like they're, they're pretty good. They lost their tight end to the, uh, the New England Patriots. Uh, he went over there. But um, we're going to see how they do. Uh, defense is a question for them, man. Um, I know they don't have big names on the defensive side of the ball, um, but they do have a pretty good player. Um, Kevin Bor- um, Burr, y'all, y'all, that was the guy, if y'all don't remember, Kevin, the strong, sa- the free safety for the Tennessee Titans was the guy that called out Tom Brady a few years back, and uh, Tom Brady got in his face about that. I remember they beat them, but Tennessee ended up getting a lick back by beating them also. But it was a few years ago that they beat them, and um, Tom Brady heard all that chirping uh, Kevin was doing. Um, he was gonna make he was gonna turn uh, Tom Brady. He was gonna make Tom Brady look like Blake 
Bortles. They used to quarterback the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. So, yeah, man, that, I mean, that didn't happen. Obviously, I, I believe that was 2017. Um, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I believe that was 2017 in the uh, ABC, not the championship, but the divisional round. I believe that's when it was. He said that. And um, obviously, he didn't do it. Tom Brady won and went on to make his, another Super Bowl. But they got that lick back. So, uh, all's fair. It's all football, man. It's all funny game. So, yeah, man. Um, like I said, their defense is something they got have, had to play step up because their offense, I feel like their offense is going to be set. With their, their O-line is pretty good. They got Ryan Tannehill. here. They got Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio. They got um, John – I mean, Josh uh, – uh, Reynolds, yeah, Josh Reynolds, uh, wide receiver. So they got talent, and they we're gonna definitely see how they do. Um, but it's gonna be interesting, um, to see. Uh, I know some people that I talked to say they actually got the Tennessee Titans as Super Bowl contenders. I don't know about that. <laughs> what y'all think? Y'all, do y'all think that's so? That's gonna be the third or fourth question I ask y'all. Do y'all think? The Tennessee Titans are Super Bowl contenders. We're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see. So let me just run back through it one more time to let y'all know how I have the AFC South um, unfolding. We're going we gonna to close up. So um, first, it's going to be the Tennessee Titans going 11-6. I got them going 11-6 and making the playoffs. Second, I got the Indianapolis Colts going 10 to 7 with a winning record, but they are not making the playoffs. Not making the playoffs. I have it's the playoffs and the AFC South. I mean, AFC period is just deep. Like I said, I got the Chiefs. I mean, if y'all, if any team I mentioned that y'all think the, the Colts can make the playoffs over, let me know. I got the Chiefs, the Browns, the Ravens, the Dolphins, the Pats, and the Bills all making the playoffs. And the Tennessee Titans all making the playoffs. If any of those teams they can beat out, let me know. I don't think they can beat out any of those teams this upcoming season. Um, right after them, I got the Jacksonville Jaguars going four and thirteen, um, missing the playoffs, of course. And lastly, I got my my lonely Houston Texans missing the playoffs at three and fourteen. So that's how I have the AFC South unfolding. Um, no house of hot takes today, y'all. But I did ask y'all a few questions throughout the episode. And I just want y'all to let me know what y'all think. Uh, one question was, can can Carson Wentz return to that MVP form that everybody praised him about that happened 1,500 years ago? Can that happen? Uh, another question, do you think Derrick Henry is the best running back in the NFL? Some people may think that's an obvious answer, but I don't. I, my preference, I would take Shaquan. But for your preference, who would you want to be your running back for your team? We're going to see what y'all say when y'all hit me up. Uh, so, Third question, do they does the Tennessee have one of the best trios in the NFL? And when you think about that, think about all the other teams that have on trios out there. And when I say trios, you can you can divide it how you want. So right now, that's two their that trio is two running um, two wide receivers and one running back. Who else got a um just as good or better? Um you could think about the Bucks. They got Chris Gowan, um Mark um Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. Uh, the Colts, I'm mean, not Colts, but the Cowboys, uh, Coop, Gallup, and Lamb. Um, just think about it. Who who y'all think got a better trio than um the Tennessee Titans? Uh, and my my other question about the Jaguars: Will um Trevor Lawrence win in, um Rookie of the Year? 
offensive rookie of the year. I feel like it's up to grabs. Um, it's not a shoe-in. Um, usually they give the quarterbacks that they do play well, but it's not a shoe-in because you got other quarterbacks in other situations that can just as well play just as good as him, like Justin Fields, like Trey Lance, like Zach Wilson. We never know what Zach can do, um, but we're going to see. And we got other offensive players that's in position to play well as well that's going to be in position to start, like uh, uh, Nigel Harris for the um, Pittsburgh Steelers. So we're going to definitely see. Um, and my fifth question, I haven't, I didn't make a fifth one. Let me think of one right now about my Texans. Uh, question, where should the Houston Texans trade Deshaun Watson? Me personally, my preference was the Philadelphia Eagles. What do you think? Y'all know how I feel about the Miami Dolphins. If I, if I see the Miami Dolphins on the street, it's, it's go, we go, it's going to be some furniture moving. It ain't even no furniture outside, but it's going to be like furniture moving. Because <laughs> I feel fleeced. I feel played. I feel like I hit a lick on me, man. And I feel like I got to get my lick back. That's how I feel. So Miami Dolphins, watch our back. <laughs> all, all allegedly, though. Um, but, yeah, man, those are my five questions for y'all. Let me know what y'all think, man. I'm putting y'all in the house of hot take. I know the listeners that listen. I'm putting y'all in the house of hot take. So let me know what you think. Thank y'all for listening to this episode um, of the AFC South. For my last episode for my NFL preview off the Open Stride Network. I say podcast, but it's actually a network. Cause we all over the place, man. Um, thank y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all listening, man. It's been a long journey, man. Um, I started researching on this um this project way in advance. Like I said, I broke down every team, every trade, every signing, every draft pick, everything down to the nitty gritty, man. And uh, we finally here at the last episode, and it's been a long journey, and it's just a beautiful thing to see all this come to uh, fruition, man. And I and I just love it. Um, thank y'all for being a part of this journey with me and listening, man. Everybody that gave me feedback throughout this whole time. It's all love, man. And I appreciate y'all, man. And um, that's a, that's the kickoff season two of uh of my open stride network podcast, man. So now we're moving on. We're still saying in season two, but we're just moving on to a different um thing, man. We got we got I got different stuff I'm coming up that I want to talk about. Such as music reviews, man. Um, I'm a big music fan. Um, Donda just dropped. CLB is on the way. Um, so we just got a lot of stuff. Uh, Cole dropped his album later on, early in this year, man. Kendrick's on the way, man. Um, we just got a lot of music out there. And I'm a big music fan. Um, that's probably the two things I love most as far as sports and music. And I'm willing to debate anybody about that. So coming up next, man, of course, I'm going to do an NFL. I did an NFL preview, but I'm going to also do an NBA preview, man. And I'm breaking. I can't wait for y'all to see this breakdown, man. Cause me, me and my man, Faze. This is going to be one of my favorite projects up to this point, man, because we, the way we're breaking it down, it's going to be tremendously. And I just can't wait till y'all see that one. So stay tuned for the NBA preview, man. Um, God, thank y'all for listening for the NFL preview and um, stay tuned for other other talk, talks, man. I know I know I, all, all I have been doing is sports so far. But I'm going to kind of venture out to other talks, especially when it comes to music, man. Y'all definitely go get y'all Donda review. Y'all definitely go get y'all Donda review. And we may, we see about the CLB review, man. I may bring Lawrence on here so me and him can fuss at each other for an hour straight about CLB, man. Um, but it, it, it's definitely up from here. Appreciate y'all listening again. I know I keep saying that, but it's all love because I do appreciate it. And um, continue to listen. And uh, just look, I pray that y'all stay on this journey with me, man, as we continue to grow and bring in more people. And if you ever want to come on in the Bay, man, let me know. Honestly, let me know because I had a few people hit me up and I and I hadn't been able to get back to them about coming on. But majority of everybody that I, I that asked to come on, they've been able to come on. So if you were, if you, like I said, we got a lot 
conversation come up coming up, man. MLB football season about to kick off. Of course, we just did the NFL preview. NBA season about to kick off. Um, UFC boxing, like all that, man. If you want to come on and talk about this um track, man, our girl from our girl from Te- um, Texas has got the track world on fire, man. So uh, shout out to Richardson, man. She doing her thing, even though she kind of tripping sometimes, but it's whatever. So yeah, man. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um. I'm looking forward to seeing, letting y'all be around for the development process of what comes next, and that's it. Peace.